Hello, everybody. Welcome in to episode number 96 as uh, me and Jeff are back here with you for our weekend edition. We have we have two things to talk about really this week, but they're going to be big things to talk about. So it's going to cover up pretty much the whole show here. And we'll get obviously get the spotlight of the week at the end to figure out what me and Jeff been up to this week. But Jeff, it is that time It's playoff times. And I, I went over this a little bit last week. Tuesday, it is. It's been Black Monday this last week. Jeff, as coaches have been fired, and um, <clears throat> I've kind of, kind of already given my 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 thoughts on some of those. But uh, was there? Let me ask you this real quick. Was there any head coaching job that that is open that you're kind of surprised about off the bat? Probably the Dolphins. I think you you had mentioned that uh, Tuesday. Uh, the Dolphins are surprised because I I think that they actually were doing were he- headed in the right direction. Um, outside of the Dolphins, I mean, it, it just seems like there was some. I mean, I should say outside with the Dolphins, it seems like there was something else. See and, and- going on there besides besides I don't think it was because of the lack of you know, coaching or whatever. I just think that uh, it, it's, it's some, it's surprising. I'll, I'll say that much. It's a surprising move. I, I, yeah, that was the one I was like, are you kidding me? And I, I kind of pointed at the fact and I told my buddy of mine uh, that the only way I think they fired, the only reason and, and way I can actually wrap my head around it to make any sense is that, Either Brian Flores did not want to build a team around Tua because he didn't think he was good enough, and the front office did, or the front office didn't want to keep Tua, and Brian Flores did. 
uh, when it comes to a, a quarterback. And and I I, would, I I I I thought about that. I was like, that's got to be it. There's a there's something going on with Tua, and someone doesn't want him. I well, I heard an interesting report today, Jeff, and this is on 105.3 The Fan on Sean and RJ show, talking about article came out talking about um, Brian Flores did not like Tua. Brian Flores did not want Tua. He did not want to build a team around Tua. The front office wanted him to say he could because he they spent first round draft picks on this guy, right? And he he did he did he didn't think he could build a team around him. So I think that was the big hang up there. But there was conversations about Brian Flores treating him like Bill Belichick would. He 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 told there was reports about him telling Tua that if he knew he was going to be this bad. He would have drafted Mac Jones, so <laughs> which Jeez, is insane, dude. and that's that's pretty pretty tough. And, and the, uh, I don't even know why you would say that to a player. That's pretty harsh. But that's what didn't work out. And, and um, if your head coach, it, I guess at that point it came down between head coach and quarterback that they've already spent some money in. So that was definitely a shocker. I think the rest, as we'll get into them here, um or needed you know there's a time where like in green bay coach mccarthy was there he won a super bowl for us we were very competitive we went to the playoffs a lot i think for his time but that ran its course right right and it was just time when you when i wouldn't say lose the locker room um i would say when your message gets stale and you hear that same message over and over and it's just it's not clicking in with them uh, but but today I found an article written by Joe Rivera on the NFL website where he rated the job openings in the NFL. What is the best job opening now? And um, so far, these are the teams. We have the Jaguars, the Denver Broncos. We got the Minnesota Vikings, the Bears, the Giants, and the Dolphins. Uh, there's also the Houston Texans, but um, that's not on this list. But now when you look at when you're looking at who, what's the best fit or what's the best team to go to you have to look at the players they have right what team they got around them you have to look up cap space how much money you have to spend what are your draft picks who is your gm what is your draft position and most important what's the quarterback situation Uh, i think that's foremost and number one in my opinion and then cap space would probably be number two but um so we're gonna start he, he listed the top six in order we're going to go from six to one and, and see if we agree with uh, where he's got these teams. So number six right now, he has the New York Giants on the, as the last place to go to of the six openings. And um, the projected cap space is $3 million, so they don't got a lot of money to work with, right? They have no GM right now. Their GM just retired. They have nine draft picks coming up this year. They don't have – they really don't have a quarterback. I mean – I don't know about you, Jeff. I don't believe uh, in their quarterback. I don't think he can get the job done there with um, Daniel or what's his name, uh, Daniel Jones. Yeah, he's not good. He fumbles the ball a lot. He's not consistent. They're a bad football team. Um, I agree with where he has the Giants. What what do you what is your take on on the Giants and, and that that job opening? <sighs> The Giants don't necessarily seem like they're uh, poised. I think I, I I agree with the placement. I did think that they're one of the last teams and a head coach really wants to head to. 
uh, there's a lot of work, um, mm-hmm. a lot of work to be had uh, to to be done uh, in that organization. And so I uh, I could see a young, inexperienced head coach come in there and try to, tr- you know, try to lead, try to understand what they have, understand that they're not going anywhere anytime soon. This thing is, is, you know, unfortunately they also kind of, you know, didn't really do much with, uh, uh, with the running back that they did pick up in the draft. Uh, uh, it, it's just kind of wasted, uh, wasted that guy guy's time really. And then the quarterback situation's always been an issue since Eli left. And even with Eli there, there was, it was, a you know, it was, it was, it wasn't great, but it wasn't, horrible um so i mean they won a couple super bowls you can't really deny that but right uh whether or not i mean he did have to get he had to, you know there were a few times where yeah i think he did beat beat the patriots on a couple of passes which you know the helmet catch and i think there was another one uh and in the second time they went up against new england uh that was the kryptonite they yeah. were the kryptonite with new england uh during the tom brady that's a two i want to say that's probably one of the few teams that's just can't beating them in the in this uh super bowl really uh, in that matter but in in playoff football so um it, it's it's not a place you really want to go so i really see them getting a real inexperienced young head coach that's trying to make his mark that's going to set the tone that's going to go in there and pretty much do do what he needs to do and and i think they'll give him some leeway but i don't see any experienced head coach heading there uh at all uh, they're they're not. It's not going to be a fun place to be. It's not going to be a fun place to play. Uh, it's going to be a long road to even get to that point. So let a young, inexperienced head coach go in there and try to make his mark. I, I, I right. think that's it, right. You know, I, I I agree with you. I you know I think a young head coach might go there, but there's also reports, Jeff, that Brian Flores and the, is is headed to New York. That's the rumors because he's from Brooklyn. Um, and they really like Brian Flores. I would hate to see him go there. I think Brian Flores is a fantastic coach. The Giants, to me, they're talking about this on the radio today. The Giants are one of those prestigious group, prestigious football teams, right? They've been around for a long time. They're one of the they've been around for ages and decades. And and people are like, well, they're they've won two Super Bowls. Their organization's you know great. And I don't care about the. I mean, I. I'm not going to sign up to this team because of their prestige, right? I don't think they have the prestige that people want to give them. I don't know who goes here, but you don't have a lot of money to spend. And you're also going to have to go in there with, with not knowing a GM. And then you've got to tell them that, Hey guys, the, 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 you know, the draft picks that you wasted on, um, I wouldn't say wasted, took a chance on Daniel Jones was we're going to have to get rid of him. We're going to find a new quarterback It is basically rebuild, rebuild, rebuild. Um, so I agree with the placement there and number five, Jeff. And, and one more thing they're oh, they're drafting number five, um, which is, which is not, I mean, which is good. I mean, I, I'm not saying that you want to be drafted number five, but I mean, it's a good thing. At least that head coach does have some, he may have some sway into what they're going to do with that number number five overall pick. I mean, and, and, and to give anybody that's listening, if there is any Giants fans listening out there, I mean, some of the needs that they need is, you know, outside, you know, uh, 
linebacker, I think, or no, um, uh, offensive lineman, an edge uh, rusher, and then obviously a tight end. They need a couple of, and 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 and, and I don't know if they're going to fix the quarterback situation in this draft. I don't think they will. I mean, it's a possibility that you could probably just kind of make a you know a decision to try to pick a quarterback later in the draft um i don't think picking a quarterback in this draft early is is necessarily a wisest move but if you want to address some stuff um there are some needs that could be met and i think tight end would be a pretty good uh thing to go go with uh for this team at least to kind of give them something other than um saquon barkley uh so yeah, they need they need some wide receivers. They they need a lot of help on the offense. I've watching this team, they've looked lethargic on offense this year. Your head coach on your own five yard line, third and nine, call Jeff Jeff. He called a goal line quarterback sneak on third and nine. What what are we doing? I'm glad they got rid of Joe Judge. That was a joke of a hire. It turns out to be um, just. That was so bad. It was one of the <laughs> so bad, Jeff. God, that, the job just, he did there. Uh, it, it, <laughs> I can't. I can't even. I don't even know. What That's to some say. Madden stuff going on there. Oh, <laughs> all right, Jeff. What well, number five? They got the Minnesota Vikings, and the Vikings right now they have no GM. They just got rid of their longtime coach. Um, <clears throat> they have fourteen million dollar in cap space. They have 18 – or not 18 picks. They have eight picks in the draft. <laughs> God, picks. Holy crap. Uh, <laughs> they have the Kirk Cousins decision. Um, do they do they bring him back after next season? He's actually – he had a two-year contract extension, and it, it basically goes through this next year. So do they bring him back? Do they do they sign him to a long-term deal? He said he wants to be there for a long time. Does the new head coach and new GM, do they do – they, want him to be there and this is a very talented football team and this team um is in my division they've always had talent they've especially on offense they have two great wide receivers um and Thielen and Jefferson both great wide receivers they got a great running back and cook they've always had a a hard nosed defense that's going to tackle well and get to the quarterback um this this is a team, and I think this is the reason why they're they're in the situation they are with trying to find new head coaches because they continuously kept underachieving. This team should be a playoff team this year, um, but they're not with the talent they have. Um, I I also uh, I'm going to agree. I'm I'm not I don't like this. I don't like where they're at right here. I think they're too low. Um, I think they're too low. I, I think I think the Chicago Bears should be here. Now, are um, you saying that as a Packer fan, knowing that this team consistently tries to give you a run for your money, mostly because this is obviously a a team that is division rival. It's no different than you know us against KC or you know uh, us against. You know, Oakland, even though there's been seasons where Oakland was absolutely horrible, but every time they played us, you know, they gave us their A game. They 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 put it on us uh, and, and made it a tough, tough bout. So is are you saying that with that in mind or are you just saying that in general as a person, maybe not necessarily focused on that rivalry? Yeah, no, definitely not focused on the rivalry. I, I think the Vikings 
um, I think it's a great job to go to the talent. When I look at these teams on the list right now, if if I'm going off of just the talent that I'm going to day one, I'm going to have on my team. I think that I think Vikings are are better than the Bears talent wise. They got a better quarterback. They got a better offense. The wide receivers, the the running back. They I think um, the defense is maybe a little edge to Chicago, but I don't really don't think it's that. Cl- I don't think the Chicago's defense is as as great as it used to be and as used to be feared. I don't think that. I think Khalil Mack's been um, off his game the last couple of years. I would move Minnesota up into. A, a, a probably number three or number four on this list um, and move Chicago down because Chicago we'll get into in a little bit, but I, I don't think Chicago is a great spot to go to. Um, and I'm just saying that as now, now I'm just saying that as uh, I'm, there's no bias in this. I just don't think Chicago is really that good. And then you always got the question of is, do you, do they have a quarterback? It, you know, is, is, um, I can't think of. I'm drawing a blank on his name. Is is he going to be the quarterback of the future? Um, so you got some questions to answer there. Yeah. It. My my main thing is, and this is just coming from you know taking a peek at uh, draft order and 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 team in need and and stuff like that. It seems like defense for the Vikings took a step down this year from what people were talking about. Um, I don't know if that's just a co- uh, that may have been the coaching uh, that they were talking about that just kind of they were near not they were not the greatest uh, in terms of defensive and I think they I think offense they're more positioned to uh, Kirk Cousins is 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 what he is okay and I think that's the problem is that you know what he is you know what you're getting with Kirk Cousins but if they're having issues on the defensive side of the ball that may be something to address I could see yeah. a Vic Fangio going there I could see some some defensive minded guru heading to 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 Minnesota um that may be a better fit um I don't would I rather see an o, like a good OC there? Yeah, uh, because I think if you had a good OC there, I think he could definitely put Kirk Cousins in better positions and put the offense in better positions. Um, and they would actually, I think they would do better. I think they would do better that way. But um, knowing knowing that if the ownership is sitting there looking at it like defense wasn't the greatest, uh, and we got rid of this guy because he was supposed to fix his defense, and it and it. It, he didn't do his job. Um, I could see them possibly going that route, uh, but I, but I would rather see a good offensive coordinator go there, um, right? And and really change this offense around, and and maybe give Kirk Cousins a new life. Man, the dude's just been, you know, check Kirk, down, go do your thing. Kirk it's, Cousins is a above average bus driver. Yeah. That's pretty much all he'll ever be. Can he win a Super Bowl with a, with a good team around him? Possibly. I would, you know, if I'm looking at Minnesota, they've they've had a defensive coach for so long. Yeah, they just got rid of him. <clears throat> I would like an offensive coordinator to go there too, as as to see what he could do with this offense to oh, to open up new things and give him some, like you said, a fresh start there. 
and see what they can do with Kirk Cousins. I, I, I honestly, I don't know if they keep Kirk Cousins after this year. I think it's going to depend on, um, it's obviously going to depend on the new GM and the new head coach and how they feel about him. But they have a good offense. There's not a lot of cast space there, so that's what kind of maybe maybe why the Minnesota Vikings is, is so far down on, on the list here. But they are they are picking twelfth. I mean, and, and it seems like what everybody's what somebody people are saying is that their needs really right now are defensive needs um, in yeah. terms of fixing Corn, some they need some cornerbacks, cornerbacks, the- edge edge uh, rusher, and, and and so on and so mm-hmm. forth. And uh, I could even see this team move. I don't know. Um, I could see them kind of trying to take a gamble and maybe moving up uh, a little bit in the draft, maybe because it doesn't seem like they're in a desperation mode to, per se. But I think I, I could see Minnesota maybe moving up a peg or two uh, in this draft. Um, you know, it's possible. So I, I wouldn't be surprised. All right, Jeff. At number four, they have the Miami Dolphins. And. Oh, God. This is interesting. They have seventy-five wow. million in cap space. Gosh, that's an open slate. Okay, they have Chris Greer as their GM. I have no clue who the guy is. They have seven draft picks, and they have two uh, question mark. Now, the biggest hurdle for Miami is going to be. I, I think they're going to want a head coach to come in and say, "I can build around Tua." And they're going to be like, sweet, that's our guy. Um, even though I don't think Tua, <laughs> even though I don't, I don't think Tua is going to be that great. I don't think he, I don't, I think they should move on. I honestly think they should trade and get to Sean Watson. Um, and that would turn this team into a contender right away with his defense. And well, that was with Brian Flores calling the reins. Who knows now, right? Yeah. Brian Flores, this is why it's so ridiculous. Back to back winning seasons for Miami, they the Jeff they haven't done that. I went back and looked at history. The last time they were somewhat close, they were eight and eight two years in a row and like thirteen and fourteen. But since then, they have not had back to back winning seasons. I stopped looking. I was like, okay, this guy gives you back to back winning seasons and you get rid of him. Um, that's insane to me. But I digress i think that's going to be the big hurdle is going into there and going hey guys this is what i see with tua i'm a great coach great interview you really like me don't let that one speed bump get in the way because i really think that's what's driving miami to look they just want a coach to come in there and say what they what they want to hear about tua but he's not the guy there in miami i don't think and uh, but 75 million in cash space that gives you a lot, a lot of money to do what you want, and 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 put it, you know, put some more guys on on defense or offense or do whatever. Think probably offensively. I think defense are pretty decent. Um, give them some more offensive weapons, but find a quarterback. Oh, um, and I think that's the thing. But I mean, will they find a quarterback? Does the organization look at it and say two is our guy? Sorry, but not sorry. You know, and if that's the case, are they going to pass up the opportunity to get Deshaun Watson? why um you have all this cap space you definitely could get him and and you could you could eat a lot of the contract which i guarantee houston would be like please um and so not only that you know it's just but the other question is does Deshaun watson even want to be there um no he doesn't okay well in miami yeah 
Oh yeah, he, that's one of his lists. But but the question is that was with the coach they just got, or not the well, coach? The coach they just let go. So if that's if has it changed? That's a good question. Right. What that, does that mean? That and and again, that was a, a decision that obviously the the front office made. It, it might come back to bite them because if they're too high on Tua, they could care less about Sean Watson. Right. And I, I don't agree with Miami being here either. I would probably pit Miami number two. I pit Vikings probably number four. Um, Denver is next on the list at number three. And I would leave them probably right where they're at. I think it's a good spot for them on this list. They have seven draft picks. They have $48 million in cap space. Um, I thought they had more than that because I thought they opened up some more than that. But they, uh, I think it's – I thought might, they opened up a lot more. There but. might be because Von Miller's contract is dropping off at the season. At the end, so of the there season. could be more. There will be definitely be more okay. for sure. Yeah, you got George Patton as a GM, and look, I sent you this something the other day, Jeff. They did when they went over the top five draft classes this last season of who's actually come in and helped their team this year. Denver Broncos was number two. George Patton has that says George Patton can draft some good players. The biggest question mark, and we all know it. Jeff is quarterback. Will they find a quarterback? Is Aaron Rodgers going to be the quarterback? Is Russell Wilson going to be the quarterback? Are they going to draft a quarterback? Are they going to keep um, Teddy Bridgewater, Drew Locke, whatever? That's the biggest question here. But you got to look going into this team. You're going to have a top five defense. Okay. You're going to have offensive weapons and you're going to have a great running back in Williams. I really like that kid, man. I've seen him run. He's a beast. $48 $48 million in cast space is pretty good. They're going to have more with Vaughn Miller's. I like this at number three. I like them right there. It's a good spot to fall into. There's also, um, I don't know if you want to get into this now, Jeff, some ownership stuff going on. I can get in. I and... can get into that in headlines. Okay. Um, but uh, but that that will be a, a factor as well. Um, but I don't think that will be a factor at first. Uh, I think that will come after. Yeah, and, I'll, and I'll, I'll address that in in the other topic. But uh, in in this particular situation, I I don't know. Uh, I've seen the Broncos at two. Um, I've seen the Broncos even at one. Uh, at one point, mainly because this is a team that is so close. Uh, the pieces are there. Um, they just need one major piece to get this ball rolling and everyone knows that they have offensive talent. We saw one of the most explosive and pa- power runners in Devonte Williams that just completely took the world by storm. Nobody was talking about this guy. And then all of a sudden he comes to Denver and just completely just starts rolling over people, breaking four or five dude tackles, getting out of, of situation where you're like, okay, this is, you know, he's down, he's down, you know, no, no big deal. Four guys pops out, still running. Um, just, just in impossible situations like that. And this is a rookie. Um, you, you put all that in perspective. You have Tim Patrick, right. On the offense, you've Noah Fant, you have Cortland Sutton, you have Jerry Judy, you got talent there. That's just ready to go. This talent is primed. You need, the, the you need to get the ball to them and that's the main problem right that's the problem o line is okay it's not great i think that it's that is something i i know they will probably address but it has gotten way better than it has in the past years 
Um, we did have some injuries throughout the season on O line, which is it is what it is. Uh, but Garrick Bowles is 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 a beast. Um, he he's picked it up lately, and 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 at eight, at, even last year was really good. Um, so the O line, I think, is I think it's fine. Um, I think they still need to fix a few things, like in the last game. You know, there was that hole that that you know Gordon from from uh, Kansas City broke through and and hit Melvin Gordon, and he fumbled the ball. Someone uh. completely missed that entire. Uh, pick up there um that's that's a little bit online there um that kind of messed that up and as well as as uh, a block from the running back as well but needless to say it doesn't really matter i think that ultimately this team is easily a destination that a lot of coaches want to come to and why do i say this they have interviews with nine dudes nine if these dudes did not want to come here, they would not be setting interviews up with them. They would not care. They would not give them the time of day. There are nine coaches that have that are about to fly into Denver and talk to the Broncos and George Payton and figure out what's going on. This is George Payton's decision. I fully support. What is Denver going to do? I don't know. A lot of people here want to see an offensive coordinator come in here and start figuring out what's going on. I think the defense is fine. Our defense is good. Vic Fangio put in place, just like his parting message out of Denver, he put in place a foundation for this defense to thrive for years. It's, it's very good. And we all, we, you know, all we really need to do at this point is get a, get a decent, if not good defensive coordinator somewhere, maybe within the organization already Um, that sometimes that happens. Um, That was obviously like maybe working under Vangio. Um, So if, if they can do something like that and just continue to build on the defense by adding a few pieces here and there in the draft, we have tons of draft picks. Like, I mean, you know, I think you said it was seven on there. I think it's a little more than that, but um it's we have a lot of wiggle room for this team to do what they need to do. And it's so we're so close. Um and so that's why I continuously have seen the Broncos go to one, two, uh maybe even down to three, and, and in this list particularly three. It's like that's the place where people want to try and go to because they know that the Broncos have the ability to get some of these quarterbacks that are in the off season and, and the free agent market, get some of these pieces that, you know, whether it be trading pieces, trading draft picks, tra- you know, or even figuring out in the draft what, what they can get. Um, and so it's, it's exciting and interesting. I've got a question for you real quick yeah. about Denver. Um, now there's been all this talk about Rogers to, to Denver and all this mm-hmm. stuff, right? Would you rather, Draft a quarterback, or would you rather go after Aaron Rodgers, knowing that you're going to have to give up? You're looking at two or three first round draft picks, mm-hmm. probably three. You're looking at probably Corton Sutlin or Jerry Judy, or not one. Jerry and, Judy. And, and they're not going to give up Jerry Judy. I know they're not going to. That was that takes, was George Payton's pick. Takes. They're not, they're not going to get. That's Jerry what Judy it up. takes. That's what they I'm saying. will never do that. No, no. no I'm just saying, Jeff. Hypothetical <laughs> here. You give up Jerry Judy three first-round draft picks, 
and one more player. Would you were you be willing to do that to get? Aaron I don't Rodgers? think they would give Jerry Judy up. If anything, first I know of all, I didn't yeah. say they would. Yeah, I'm saying, no. would you agree with that trade? No. <laughs> oh, that's blasphemy. Yes, you trade that day all day. So, Rogers. so I don't so, think they trade Jerry Judy. So They're here's probably trade Horton Sutton. No, but they would not trade weird, Jerry Judy. It's weird um, they trade that they that they sign. You know, they sign. Um, we just said his name, Sutton. Mm-hmm. It's going to make it harder for him, a trade to go through with him right. because because of that money. But that's so so something. Point. I'm not worried. I, George Payton is a smart person, dude. Like I, I think that if anything, he can figure something out. Uh, I trust him. Uh, the dude's drafted very well. Uh, he 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 knows. It seems like he knows talent when he sees it i mean the the talent that he's picked up already has produced already um i know that a lot of people in the denver area thought that vangio was had his hands all over uh 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 you know patrick sertan uh the second but i i think george payton played a role in that uh as well and i think that he was legitimate when he said he was our number one guy um we, we couldn't pass up on him so and that was a need in the draft, obviously, uh, outside of even a quarterback. Cornerback was a need. Um, and so I think that it, would I rather than pick a quarterback and it work out absolutely in a draft? <clears throat> yeah. You want well, a quarterback yeah. to have like longevity and 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 young youth and all that. The only problem that I have with the Aaron Rodgers situation, and I don't have a problem with us getting him. The only problem I have with it is that when it's said and done, right, whether we win a Super Bowl or not, whether we go to a Super Bowl or not. You will. Anyways. And 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 when it's said and done, we're back to square one. And and well, and, and how many and ride, how many more years do you think Aaron Rodgers has? And the ride is short. It's hey, short. He's, he's got four or five years, I, buddy. I don't know. The ride may Look be at Tom shorter. Brady. 44 bro that's different dude. that's it. an anomaly um <laughs> so like it's just you know it's the same thing that happened with peyton peyton came here for four years we went to a super bowl we got bounced a couple of times uh once once was by the freaking uh flacco um uh, because of cornerback uh, play that was the worst okay. angle i've ever seen uh so with all that being said i i don't know i i look at it and i'm just like I just trust this team and I trust the direction they're going. Um, it's exciting to see what's going on. I think no matter what, the Broncos are in a position to thrive and they're in a good position. Um, it, it, it's a good place. Honestly, I know the fans are like, we didn't get to the playoffs, but it's like, I don't care. Like, honestly, is it does it matter to me right now? No. But will it matter in a few years, you know, us not making it consistently or whatever? Sure. But right now, I'm very happy with where my team is headed. Right. I'm not gotta... worried about it. I'm not worried about the general manager making ridiculous decisions. I really trust George Payton, and I trust the process that he does, and I trust his draft picking. And I think that this is one of the best general managers that we could have gotten in this organization to turn it around quick, quick. Yeah. So I don't know. I've seen that. I've seen that things go up and down in terms of ranking the Broncos and where they are on the list. So I had three, uh, you know, 
I don't know. I've seen lists with two, and I've seen lists with one. So it's just you could yeah, flip and flop those. I just flip and flop those around, and and on this list, Jeff, number two, Chicago. I think that's just not right. They have <laughs> they have no GM. Their cap space is forty three million. They got some. They got they have you know money to spend, but you have five draft picks this year. So that's that's a lot lower than other teams. You've got to believe in Justin Fields, I believe. You know, if this organization they drafted and they think that he's the future. There's also you got Nick Foles on the roster. You have Andy Dalton on the roster. They don't really know what they're doing at quarterback. Who's starting each week? Matt Nagy. That was crazy of them to have those three on there. But you know, it, it, the biggest thing is, do you believe in Justin Fields? You have some money there. This defense isn't as good as it used to be. I honestly think I think Brian Flores, this would be a perfect team for Brian, Brian Flores to go to. Defensive-minded, they always have and always will be. Um, guy that could come in here that already has pieces on defense, turn it around a little bit. They get they get a offensive coordinator to go in there and help. Um but that's my pick to go to Chicago, Brian Flores. I don't think Chicago should be that high. Like I said, I think they should be probably four or five on this list. Um, Vikings I mean, and, should yeah, up. Miami I, I Dolphins can... should probably be number two, in my opinion, with $75 million of gas space and seven draft picks. Um, uh, yeah, I, like I mean, Chicago I, right and Chicago's not in a great spot. I mean, they traded their draft, their first round draft pick to the, to New York. And, and I, you know, I mean, how do you – you can't even pick in the first round. Like, you're going to be – and the, from the outside looking in, and uh, that's not, that doesn't set up anything good. And so this team's years away, I think, from really uh, building this back up. And fa- the fact that they don't have a GM right now, what does that look like? You know, GMs are important. I'm sorry, but they're very important. And – you know, if us, if the Broncos ever had John Elway as a general manager at one point, we would have probably never gotten Peyton Manning. He probably would have went somewhere else, or he would have retired. Um, so, yeah, general managers are extremely important. But I would say, get Mike Ditka as the uh, general manager. <laughs> Mike Ditka uh, <laughs> is he even coherent anymore? He's so old. <laughs> He's so old. Uh, um, no, I mean, yeah, the, the Bears, and it, like I said, you're gonna have to have a lot of trust in Justin Fields that you think he's gonna be that great. I, 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 you know, I haven't really been able to, you know, it's way too early to say if he's a bust or not, but um, way too early for that. And then, number one, Jeff, and I agree with this one, the Jacksonville Jaguars, Jeff, they have 72 million dollars in gas base, 10 draft picks, okay. And they already, you already have your quarterback, Trevor Lawrence. It's just like it's, it's just like last year. You're kind of starting over a clean slate here. Um, rumors has it that Doug Peterson could be the guy to go there. Doug Peterson brought the championship to the Eagles, right? Um, and that, then that team fell apart directly after that. It was the fastest depletion of a, a Super Bowl team that I've ever seen. But, um, I like this as the number one pick. I, I you know the, the the organization itself, as far as the G, GM and stuff, I don't like. Um, that the reason this team has always been so bad. But look at everything else you got there. You got a good running back. You have a, a good a quarterback that I think could be good if you put some offensive if you protect him and, and give him a team around him. 
You got 10 draft picks this season and $72 million of cap space. Perfect spot to go to with all that That being said. I would like to see a young head coach go here, not not Doug Peterson. I would like to see a young up-and-comer with, you know, offensive coordinator um, for the Dallas Cowboys. I'm I, I'm drawing blanks on names tonight. I would like for him to go there and see what he can do, but I I think they I think he stays in Dallas. Um, but I like to see him go there. Um, a first time head coach, maybe, but someone that can relate with Trevor Lawrence, could be you, offensive minded. Could you imagine Kellen Moore going to the Jacksonville Jaguars as the head coach and molding Trevor Lawrence into awesome. a prolific quarterback that would and it's a blank slate like yes. you got a dude that could just whatever you want to do he's game you know and it's like come like come on yeah. that would be incredible like i know a lot of people <clears throat> in denver are talking about kellen moore but i mean that would be amazing to see kellen moore go and and, and do something like that you know like right. n- nobody would nobody would have thought it nobody would have predicted that and it would be c- incredible you know to go to a place where it's like Dude, you, you get to you get to mold a quarterback into whatever you want to do and change. And, and honestly, I'm sure that that ownership would probably just be like, "What do you feel like doing?" You know, like we had a crazy maniac here for a year. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's you know, it's that, it's incredible. that they hired they hired yeah. him. Yeah, um, yeah. It's like I said, Trevor Lawrence is a big draw there. The the money to spend, the ten yeah. draft picks you've set up for the oh, future. Yeah. Really well there. They have a great a great running back. If as long as you play him in the game and don't bench him like an idiot. I um, want to make one quick correction on the Bronco draft picks. They have ten. They have ten. They have ten. Ooh. Well, this um, guy's list is wrong. I pulled it up on NFL Network or you know dot com. So I I pulled it off of <laughs> NFL.com. Um, yeah, NFL.com. Now and, uh, and so they they definitely after the Von Miller trade, the Broncos have ten picks. One thing today, Jeff, that I heard, it was rumored that Dan Quinn from the Dallas Cowboys to the Denver Broncos as head coach is pretty much a lock. I heard that on the radio today. And that's no. interesting. That's interesting. I, I, I like, I actually like, well, I want an offensive minded coach to go to Denver. But can Dan- you imagine? Can you imagine this? Hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna lay a scenario out for everybody. Dan Quinn becomes the head coach and brings Kellen Moore. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh, oh, that would be just so. Oh man, that would be such yeah. a, a no. I, now, I'm just, I look, don't know. Look, Dan Quinn to me. Dan Quinn came into Dallas in one year and turned over this defense to be. Uh, you know, from what it was last year, flipped around a 180. They're not the best defense in the league, but they're good. He's got a team to the Super Bowl in Atlanta. Now that they they blew the biggest lead in history, we're gonna we're gonna look past that in Super Bowl history. We're gonna look past that. I think it might be a good hire. I like Dan Quinn. I thought it was a great pickup for Dallas. Um, but I honestly think when it comes to Kellen Moore, I think Jerry Jones has him under like a uh, Jason. It's Basically, when Jason Gary got hired under Wade, and he was just sitting there until Jason, until Jerry Jones is like, "All right, it's time for you to take over." I think, I think he'll stay there, but uh, unless unless someone you know pencil whips him or, or you know opens that <laughs> opens that uh, 
<laughs> that uh, checkbook and, and is able to beat Jerry Jones out. I don't know. So, Someone's going to um, beat Jerry Jones. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah. It, it's interesting. Just, I don't know. There's a lot of people here. Do, dude, there's a lot of fans that do not want to see a, another defensive coach. They just I would, don't. I wouldn't they either if I was in Denver. You know, we've had Vic Fangio. We had Vance Joseph. Uh, you know, I think before who's done that, a fantastic job being the defensive coordinator in Arizona, by the way, right? And Vic Vangio will be a great defensive coordinator, you know, mm-hmm. like, and it's just the Broncos don't need there's not needs in, in defense. We have a defense, we've had a good defense for many years. Our defense has never really been a problem, even after Super Bowl 50, it's never really been an issue. Like, we still have had pretty good draft picks in the defense, even with 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 the uh, Elway picking. Uh, a lot of the picks as a general manager, he did pretty well. A lot of his really good picks were defensive picks. He's the guy who got Von Miller. He got Justin Simmons. Like he, you know, Aqib Talib. Like all these, uh, you know, people. You know, Champ Bailey. Like he did all these things under, like just being a general manager or being a general manager of the Broncos itself. And so I look at it and I'm like, I just don't know. Go get Nathaniel Hackett from Green Bay, offensive coordinator, and that'll help lure Aaron Rodgers. I don't know. I, I think that's so easy to sit there and, and assume that. Um, no, I, 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 I honestly, I said last night on the podcast when Ryan asked me, I, I think Aaron Rodgers is coming back to Green Bay. I changed Here's my, why mine on I that, don't think so. Somebody knows that he's on his way out without a shadow of a doubt. And I the reason I say that is why would Brett Favre come on the Titan Tron, right? When he broke that record and he, say, win one more time. He said, go win get us another a, Super Bowl another is what Super he said. Bowl one more time. He said, go get us another Super Bowl, not go in just one more. It said one. I'm pretty sure he said one. No, more time, you're wrong. No. And it, it, the way the way that was done My says God. a lot. It says, OK, that says nothing, this is it. Jeff. This is the time. Let's that do it nothing. now. I swear. I do not look, think. Uh, I think, Brian, I think that you <sighs> are drinking a lot of Kool-Aid when it comes to Aaron Rodgers staying in Green Bay. I don't think I, anything's no, changed no. since then. I just switched he over did a my press mind conference like two and weeks he ago. bashed the ownership of the team. He did a press conference and bashed certain people of the team. You do not do what, that. What do you say a couple weeks ago, not... Jeff? What? What do you say a couple weeks ago? What? He said that his relationship has improved and that Brian, our GM, his name is Brian Gutenkus. I don't even know how to pronounce his last name. Right. I call him Brian G. Has come a long way. And the relationship has gotten better. They're winning, Brian. They're always winning, Jeff. When have they lost? The then last when? Three years? Then when was? It, then why was it been a problem? Why is it such an it's issue? All, then? If you're always the winning, issue, why is it a problem? Uh, the only issue is we drafted Jordan Love, Jeff. That is it. Aaron Rodgers got his ego butt hurt and bruised. That's it. That's this whole issue, Jeff. But it all he was talking about years, years of having issues with the team, years of having issues about where they're headed, about what they're doing, having no say so in yeah. anything whatsoever. Brian, I don't think I think he's, he's on his way Bay, out, Jeff. or he now look, is 
going to retire. He's not I retiring. Don't... He's going to win two MVPs in a row. He's not retiring. You cannot Brian. retire after winning two MVPs. He can uh, retire you... if he if what? he wins. Yeah, you can. You can retire no, whenever you feel no, like it. No, no, um, Aaron Rodgers is too competitive for that. Now okay. look. I've told you before, Aaron Rodgers is going to Denver. I, I truly believe that. But here in his comments on the Pat McAfee show, I've I, I've changed my mind. I think he's coming back. Okay, everyone, so what, everyone. What now look, now look, Jeff. Hold on. Go ahead. You've you've said to me before what 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 most people think Aaron Rodgers is going to do. He's probably going to do the complete opposite. Everyone thinks he's out. I think he stays, especially if we win a Super Bowl. Then then he stays. But if I think he saying, stays regardless. But if you're saying on the Matt, Pat McAfee show, whatever he says, think the opposite. Well, he definitely said something that would have been completely, if you think the opposite, he's out. If you go and look at it, you go, okay, he went on a known popular show and said comments like that. You know damn well that he's like, Whatever they think, it doesn't matter. Because ultimately, in the behind the scenes, I could say completely different things. They know that nothing has changed. And if they lose in the playoffs or something happens like that, I can assure you, I don't think it's going to be very dragged out. I think he'll basically say, I played my last game as a Packer. Oh, he's already said it. He's already said that once he makes up his mind in the offseason, it'll be, it'll be a fast, quick decision. And at I that think, point, I think, I think that at that point, the fans, the Green Bay Packer fans are not prepared for those ton of bricks to fall. I've been preparing myself. So when that happens, I'll be like, what? I'll, I'll just be like, well, it's time for a rebuild. We haven't had a rebuild in 30 years. <laughs> yeah. So I think he's coming back, though. We can agree to disagree. We got to move on because it's already 50 minutes in and we haven't got to the, <laughs> to the headlines. So let's jump over to the headlines of the week. All right, Jeff. Well, we got a major headline in the week here is wild card weekend in the NFL. Mm -hmm. Um, We're going to go through these games each week, maybe round by round and predict who's going to win these games. Um, so Saturday, Jeff, let's start off with this game. It's first on the on the on the playoff schedule. We've had the Bengals hosting the Raiders. The Raiders are the number four fifth, the number five seed, the Bengals are the number four seed. Um this game Mm-mm-mm. this game uh <laughs> uh will be interesting. I think the Raiders are a team that ends up putting up uh they they kind of play to what their opponents are. If their opponents are going to score a lot of points, they're going to put up a lot of points. If the opponents are going to struggle, they usually struggle. Give me my guy, Joe Burrow, though. I got I got the Bengals winning their first playoff game in 31 years, Jeff. Interesting stat for you, okay? Or interesting fact for you. There has never been a text message sent congratulating anybody about a Bengals <laughs> Playoff win. The last time the Bengals won the playoffs was in 1991. The first text message was sent in 1992. <laughs> they have not. <laughs> no one has ever texted. The Bengals won a playoff game. 
Give me Joe Burrow. He's been playing fantastic this year. And and possible question for you, Jeff, and for those thinking out there, does he take over what we've already given Dak Prescott in the player the comeback player of the year? Oh, come on. Like, that's not even a question. Joe Burrow has turned this around. Joe Burrow has become what everyone thought he would become. He got injured, and and that is what it is. I'm not going to take that and be like, and that was a big question coming in. How is he going to? How is he going to bounce back from that injury? How is he going to bounce back and 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 be and be that prolific quarterback, <clears throat> gunslinging dude? You know, putting his players in positions to win games like he did at LSU. Now, I do think the Bengals will win this game. I think the Bengals will win this game by ten. I think that the Raiders are going to do something to Raider it up as they do as they are known to do. And I'm not saying that because I can't stand you hate the Raiders. That black <laughs> hole that they uh, call Raider Nation. Get out of here. You're done. You're done. One and done. You know, one and done. Look, look, look Jeff, you know, we can you hate snuck all out a win to get in hey, to the hey. playoffs and you're out. Hey. Okay. Hey, calm down with the hatred, okay? <laughs> no, I was talking to Ryan on the podcast we did last night. Yeah, I got to give a lot of respect to Derek Carr. I got to give a lot of respect to the Raiders. And, and for what they've gone through this year, you know, you talk about – you want to talk about what could have ended their the locker room. You had John Gruden getting fired with the, the racial emails he sent yeah. and homophobic emails. Henry Ruggs killing a, driving drunk and slaughtering a lady oh. in her car. Um, then you had another problem with it with someone on doing a TikTok video with a gun and got fired. This is something that could have tanked off real early. Derek Carr's leadership and the kind of answers he's given at the podium and, and the kind of guy he's been is what kept, in my opinion, has kept his team together. I've got to give respect to them to keep fighting, keep playing. Um, the interim head coach has stepped in and has, has got them playing well enough to get here. So I give him a kudos. And hats hats off to Derek Carr and his leadership, um, but I do think, sadly enough, it does come to an end in, in round one Saturday of, at four thirty. So I, I I will I will say they've, <laughs> they've gotten they've handled this this uh, uh, craziness um, as well as you could, uh, and so you know. You got, I mean, we got to so. give them some props. For hopefully, that, you know, they move something. on from it and, and, and uh, <laughs> yeah. turn this ship around next season. Get it, you know, and maybe even get a new coach. I, I, you know, so, uh, a new head yeah, coach. And I think they'll be looking. And so, looking. and that'll be good. Honestly, I really would. Uh, I could see. Honestly, I really could see Vic Fangio going to one of the rivals. Uh, you know, with, I mm-hmm. I could see him going to Oakland or something like that. I, I really could. Um, his his mindset mentality would fit really well in Oakland. Um, but uh, but yeah, like I mean. It, it's uh, I think that it's uh, it's just it's burrow time, man. It's it is burrow time. time. I like that. All right, Jeff. Saturday night is the Bills number three hosting the Pats at number six. The Patriots were number one seed at one point. They fell down to the wild card spot there, but uh, I was wrong. This <laughs> this game is in Buffalo, Jeff. It's supposed to be four degrees at kickoff. Negative 10 wind chill. <clears throat> I don't want anything to do with that. Come on, Green Bay Packer fan. I do not want anything to do with that. <laughs> I have 
the Patriots upsetting Buffalo Bills in this game. I think the cold weather is going to affect Josh Allen. I think um, they're going to shut down the rushing attack from the Bills. The Bills don't have a rushing attack. I think that's one of the, the problems. This offense has been off this year. Last year it was great. This year I've, I've watched the Bills games, and, and Allen has, has been wild again, missing throws, overthrowing people. The defense is really good for the Buffalo Bills. I just think when we've already seen a game like this before, they, they play early in the year where where the Patriots threw the ball three times, ran the ball down their throats, and won this game. Now, I don't know if the win's supposed to be as bad as it was as it was in that one, but I think I think the Patriots, with the with Bill Belichick, with the experience, with this number one defense, and Mac Jones not turning over the football, I think they go in and I think they upset the Buffalo Bills. I could not argue with that at all. Um, do not bet against Bill Belichick in the playoffs. It's very difficult to do that. The dude is is <laughs> seasoned, um, so to speak. So, uh, again, with it being cold, with it being a playoff game, with it being a pretty hard-nosed situation, I do expect the run to be a factor in this, and I do not trust the Bills in this. I trust the Pats in this. They've done it before. They can probably and more than likely will do it again. Their defense will cause some trouble as a Bill Belichick defense typically does. So I would not be betting against the Pats in this. I will go with the Pats. And not only will I go with the Pats, I do think this will be probably, I say by seven. By seven. All right. Um, the next one, we got Sunday at 1 p.m. This will be the easiest game to pick, Jeff. It's the number two Bucks versus the, the number seven Eagles. Oh, Eagles, Eagles upsetting. Yeah, I, I'm just joking. It's Bucks. <laughs> it's Bucks all day. The Eagles don't stand a chance. I think this is the biggest. Um, I th- I, I I think I projected this oh. to be like 30 to 17. Um, <laughs> it's not going to be close. It's not going to be close. Sorry, Eagles. You get a participation award for being number seven. You're not good enough to be in the playoffs. You gave the Bucks their first easy pass of the week weekend. But I know I hope I, I'm I, wrong. I, I, I want the Bucks I, to lose, but the, the Eagles, <laughs> no, Eagles don't stand a chance. Not, a, not, not even close. Uh, come on, guys. This is not. a joke. Um, and I don't even know what the score is. Matter of fact, I'm not even going to put a prediction of the score. That's how bad I think this game will be <laughs> for the Eagles. Uh, I could be wrong, but uh, that would be interesting if I was. Um, but I can assure you that this is going to be a pretty easy win for the Bucks. And honestly, um, no score needed. You know what the score is probably going to be, and it's going to be a bloodbath. Sunday, 4.30, the game I'm interested in, Jeff. I think the game you're most interested in, too. Number three, Cowboys hosting the number six, 49ers. <clears throat> so, Jeff, go ahead. Let's, let me hear your prediction on this one first. You go first. Well, um, <laughs> I'm going to play something real quick, and I'm only going to do it for a short, short little bit, short little bit, and then I will pause it. Uh, this is something that really caught my eye uh, the other day. I did share this with Brian, but this caught my eye, and this is, and I never thought about it this way. So I'm going to go ahead and let this guy speak for a second. 
Every now and then in life, stars align. Mm. Uh, and unfortunately for the Cowboys, the stars that are aligning aren't great ones. The Niners pose a huge threat to any and everybody. And this has yes. nothing to do with Dallas, my like for them, or disdain for them. December 22nd, I went out on a limb and I said these words. If y'all remember, December 22nd, let's roll it. Let's do it. Oh, you're cute. Look at you. San Francisco 49ers will win their first playoff game. Okay. Point blank okay. period. Okay. I just, okay. I don't care where they wind up, who they play against, how they play there. They will win their first playoff mm. game. I have more confidence in this mm. Niners team than every other NFC team. And mm. I know the Packers are going to get a bye. So <laughs> December okay. 22nd, I said the San Francisco 49ers will win their first playoff game. I don't care who they play against. I don't care where they play. The San Francisco 49ers do something that no other NFC team does, and that is play incredibly physically. Mm. Every NFC team, whether it be the Packers, a little bit of finesse. Y'all know what Aaron Rodgers does so wonderfully. The Buccaneers, a lot of bit of finesse. Tom Brady lead the league in passing yards. The Arizona Cardinals, ain't nothing but finesse. The uh, Los Angeles Rams, finesse, finesse, finesse. But the Niners, smack smack you in the mouth. They say, I don't care to be pretty. We gonna be gritty. We gonna be grungy. We just gonna sit there and punch you in the face. Now, my Philadelphia Eagles, they set a franchise record in rushing yards. Some people will say they are grimy as well. There's a difference in running attacks, America. There's a quarterback run game, which is still efficient as it pertains to acquiring yards. Then there's just a true traditional run game, which is this ain't going to be outsmarting you, tricking you. We're going to line up and punch you in the face. That's what the Niners do. It's a huge threat to the Cowboys' sell because the Cowboys do not do much of anything bad at all Okay, there you as go. a team. The Cowboys don't do much of anything bad. But the Cowboys do one thing mediocre. <clears throat> Stopping the run. Hmm. You might say, well, Acho, the Cowboys are 16th in stopping the run. That's middle of the pack. Look closer, America. 23rd in yards per attempt. Hmm. So while the Cowboys are middle of the pack in overall yardage allowed, they're 23rd in how many yards do we give up per rush? The Niners are 29th in passing attempts, meaning the Niners ain't even going to try to pass the ball. <laughs> right, right. The Niners are 5th in rushing attempts, meaning all the Niners want to do is run the ball. Cowboys, the only thing you do bad is stop the run. Niners, the only thing we want to do is run the ball. Niners, fifth in rushing touchdowns. Niners, seventh in rushing yards. Cowboys, 16th in rushing yards allowed. Cowboys, 23rd in yards per attempt. It's a bad combination, big dog. Niners are a hungry, tough, gritty football team. And the Cowboys are a great football team. But they a pretty football team. Pretty and gritty don't always mix. Pretty and gritty Ooh. don't always mix. What about that Ooh. one? <laughs> so, <clears throat> give me your pick, Jeff. Let's see it. In this game, I definitely agree with you and Ryan Simp. I think this is going to be a grudge fest. I oh, think yeah. this is going to be a knockout fest. I think this is going to be one of those grimy, down and dirty, gridiron football, you know, nose to the grindstone kind of game. <clears throat> I think Dak's going to get sacked a couple of times. I think Dak may even throw a batted ball that may be picked a couple of times. I think that Jimmy G may have a couple of sacks on him too. I will sit there and tell you, but, 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 I do think the Cowboys lose this game. <laughs> I think that the Cowboys lose this game. I do that. Let's go. Why do I think the Cowboys lose this game? And there's one thing that nobody's talking about. The Cowboys 
get in their way almost every time. Something about this team just doesn't click. It, it, it's whether it's it's Dak being off, whether Zeke can't run, whether something. I don't care. Their defense is good, but I will say this much: they will take a look at those those videos of of Diggs being juked out before the before the even before the, the guy even really gets past two yards. Okay, whether he's double moving him or whatever, they'll figure out Diggs. I'm not I'm not too too crazy about that. The the 49ers defense, you got Bosa, right? You got these guys who can definitely box up and get get to you. And uh and I honestly I do think that the 49ers are gonna be a very tough matchup uh for the Cowboys. I think this is gonna be and it's funny because a lot of people think, oh yeah, you know, it's it's a, it might be a good game. No, every person that's picking this game is close. It's Probably. close. It's gritty. It's going to be tough. Some that tells me a lot. It's not going to be a blowout. That tells me a lot. That tells me what the 49ers are. And that tells me what the Cowboys are. And if I sit there and go, Oh, well, it's going to be, you know, I honestly think this is going to be a three point game, three points. And it's going to come oh, down too. to a, a small decision that somebody will make that will cost this game. And if I go back and I look at some of these small decisions that teams make that cost games, I'm sorry. The Cowboys do it more than anybody. They've done it more than anybody. Whether it be a missed tackle here, a missed assignment there, a coaching decision that messed up there, the ref called a play, a call didn't 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 uh, throw the flag because the play clock went to zero at the final second of zero. Um, you know, always it's something. Uh, you, you know, you got tricked on a on a on a field goal kick and you wasted your timeout. You know, something. They do it more than anybody. So I'm going to sit here and go. Based on history, I'm going to pick the 49ers in here, and I'm going to pick them by three because I think that they will control some of the clock in this game. And I think that Dak will have a hard time. I think that the scheme that they will run to confuse Dak, they'll go back and look at some of those games that Dak had a hard time with, and they'll probably design something for it. My question is, how much Dan Quinn defensively will scheme every series against this uh, San Francisco offense that typically can try to change things up and throw things at you differently almost every series. Will Dan Quinn fix that? I don't know. I went back and forth. This is the maybe the toughest matchup in the first round. The, the Monday night game it looks pretty good too with the Cardinals and the Rams, but I went back and forth on who I thought was going to win this game. Ugh. And I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go with the Dallas Cowboys winning this game, Jeff. I, I think it's 31-28. It's a very close football game. Comes down to the the final drive. Probably field goal. Field goal wins it. Now, my worry for the Dallas Cowboys is stopping the run, and that is a big issue for them. Right? They love to pin those ears back. Now. <laughs> The 49ers, they keep talking about it, and Ryan brought it up last night. The 49ers are such such a great rushing team. Well, w- Jeff, answer this yes or no. Would you say the Dallas Cowboys have been a great rushing team this year? Or no. rushing in football? Okay. No. 
The 49ers only have 40 more yards rushing than the Dallas Cowboys this season. Right. So that says maybe the 49ers aren't as good at rushing the football or Dallas has been a little better than we expect at rushing the football this season. This game, and I and I do not trust and and you know in that video clip he says they they're not even going to the 49ers are not even going to try and throw the football. I think that's because they have no they don't trust Jimmy G. They don't. They've been wanting to get trade this guy left and right. Their GMs over here liking tweets. <laughs> you see, he liked the tweet about them dissing Jimmy G, and then had to come out and apologize on it. I think Dallas wins this game because Jimmy G turns over the football probably twice. Throws two costly interceptions. Dak will probably throw one interception. They'll both get sacked. Um, It's all going to come down to um, stopping the run for Dallas, and and the Forty Nineers have got to control that clock. If they can get a, if they can rush the ball and rush the ball and, and keep Dak on the sideline. And wear out this defense and, and and put those drives into the end zone. The 49ers have could could win this game easily, right? Yeah. I just think Dallas <clears throat> will win this game. This one was tough. It was a coin flip for me. See, yesterday. and that's that's the thing. Back that's what analysts keep doing. It's either you're gonna either pick Dallas, but every time you pick Dallas or you pick San Francisco, it's always close. I think you know, which basically is what have I said? Flip. The coin. Yep. The, the coin flip Cowboys. <laughs> what kind of Dallas Cowboy team are you going to get in this game? Dallas Cowboy fans, what kind of team will you get in this game? Are you going to get a team that struggled against KC? Are you going to get a team that struggled against the Broncos, right? Didn't even make the playoffs, right? Or are you going to get a team that's going to be very much like how they played the Eagles? You know? Jeff, the team – when, I didn't. Th- I didn't even look this up. I heard it on the radio today. The Cowboys outside their division. You know what the record is? Six and five. Outside beating up your easy Just division. Tad tad bit over five hundred. Six and five. All right, Jeff. Let's go on to the next one. This will be probably the worst football game of the weekend. Chiefs number two taking on the Steelers and their lethargic offense. <laughs> Big Ben statue himself. He's a, he's a big, tree out there. Big, big Chiefs, ben. Chiefs blow them out. It's it's not even they blow them out. Oh. I hope I'm wrong. I want the Chiefs to lose. Don't give I them want, too much credit, I, Brian. I want the Cowboys <laughs> to lose. I want the the Bucks to lose. The Chiefs will blow. The Chiefs are going to blow the Steelers out of the water. Oh, the Chiefs. It might be close and ugly in the first half, but the Chiefs' second half is going to come out, and they're going to blow them away. Here's the deal about the Chiefs, everybody. This is what I've noticed about the Chiefs. I know you hate the Chiefs, too. Well, not only do I hate the Chiefs, okay? (laughs) You already know. If the hat doesn't explain this to you, anybody seeing, if the hat doesn't explain it to you, then you know. So here's the deal. The Chiefs, right? have been kind of a little uh, inconsistent this year. Uh, Having a hard time, got a little allergic to the end zone. Um, And so, you know, they, 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 uh, there are games where Mahomes throws one touchdown pass, 
right? Defense is really what sets up things. If team, there's been games where they've kicked just field goals, um, <laughs> which is weird. You think of a Mahomes-ran team, and you don't think of they won by kicking field goals. Um, this team is strange. This team is getting a lot of credit because of past morals. Because they won, uh, you know, last, uh, no, the year before last, and, and they were again back in the Super Bowl last year. And I get that. Something is wrong with this team, and I think maybe, just maybe, and it may not be against Pittsburgh. I'm not saying I'm not giving Pittsburgh a pass here. I'm not saying it's going to be against Pittsburgh, but I but I definitely think something's going to happen in the playoffs. It's definitely going to show everybody that the Chiefs aren't weren't as good as everybody intended or thought they were. Somebody's going to take the Chiefs out. I I do not. Something this year cho- told me either the league has picked up on a few things about about Mahomes. Mahomes looked way off this year, uh, way off. And it was honestly, if it wasn't for how good that defense is, that defense has been good, very good. If it wasn't for that, honestly, you could really paint a picture of the Chiefs not even being in the playoffs. That's a possibility. Uh, the way they played, if it wasn't for those close defensive games, man, I could easily have seen the Chiefs lose to the Cowboys. I could have easily seen the Chiefs possibly lose to the Broncos. Um, and it, it's, it's just, lost. If, if, if Aaron Rodgers was in, that was a loss. Yeah. So it's just, to me, it's I look at it. Okay. I look but, at it in a different way when it comes to the Chiefs, but I'll say this much. Pittsburgh will lose this game by yeah. default, honestly, uh, because they're just Big Ben is just big slow and big Ben is just big old and he's just getting to that point where honestly, dude, you had, you got the team to the playoffs again. And, and I think that's, that's kind of where this road and this story ends. And, uh, and that's it. I mean, I, and I'm not going to put a score on it because honestly, it doesn't matter. Uh, no one's predicting Pittsburgh to go far and honestly, prove us wrong. And if Big Ben comes out and they demolish the Chiefs or they take out the Chiefs, I will laugh. I it'll will be, it'll on be one of the worst upsets. And, and I will laugh so hard for 40 minutes straight, okay? But no, I do not I predict that. <laughs> no, not going to happen. Matter, Monday okay, night. I'll put, a, I'll put one prediction, 10 points. Do it. 10 points. They beat them 10, 17, maybe 14 points, and, and that's it. Two touchdowns. And and yeah. honestly, Mahomes is pretty much just. I mean, they probably it will probably be so bad they probably sit Mahomes out. Honestly, at the end, Monday night Rams number four hosting the Cardinals number five. This should be a pretty interesting matchup. the The Cardinals have have actually not played their division very well this year, but division games are always harder. Can the Rams beat them again? Do. I don't know if Hopkins is coming back for the Cardinals, but they're missing him big time in the offense. I really think Kyle Murray has been overrated. I've got the Rams and Matthew Stafford winning this football game. I think um, I think they're just going to play good defense. They're going to force Kyle Murray to to beat them with. And I watched this team play the Cowboys without DeAndre Hopkins. And they, they just look bad, even though they won the game. I was not impressed whatsoever by Arizona that game. Um, they played good defense. I was Their impressed def- with either one of the teams. Yeah. Um, Their defense schemed great to, 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 to trick 
Dak Prescott. I think this will be another close game, three-point game. Rams win at home, and we will on to the next round. Uh, as much as I would love to see the Rams lose, right, because it would just bode better for draft picks. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, but I don't know. I, I, I'm partial to my man, Von Miller. Von Miller. Partial, and he did get a sack uh, in, in the last game. Um, even though they lost, he, he did get a, I saw him get a sack, and I was like, that's, that's exciting. Um, but I, I, I will say I, tr- I will go with Rams. I just think that Va- Von Miller is a different person in the playoffs. He's a different person. And I think, I think he's going to be, he's going to show that, um, against them. And, uh, he, Von Miller can take down running backs. He can take down quarterbacks. I just think that they're, they're, they have too much talent defensively on this team, and I, I think they'll win. I think they'll win by – I wouldn't even say three. I'd say they win by seven, personally. By seven? I, yeah, I think they win by seven. I don't I don't trust the Cardinals, especially what the showing that they showed with the Cowboys. I was not impressed with that game whatsoever. Um, I was not impressed with, with either aspect of that game. I tuned in because I definitely wanted to see what would happen. Uh, see how the Cowboys handled a, a potential. Let me put some air quotes. Potential playoff bound team, uh, a potential contender uh, for a Super Bowl. Quotes, um, and we saw that. We saw we we kind of we got what we got, and I think we got our answer. So, um, but yeah, I'll just sit there and say I don't think the Car- I don't trust the Cardinals one bit. Yeah, I don't trust them, and and I don't trust. Um... I don't trust Matthew Stafford. No, I don't. I he ter- like I said, told yes. Ryan last <sighs> night that he is going to throw two, um, two, two in this game. At he's least. he's going to throw. He's going to have a game where he throws multiple interceptions, and it's going to cost him a playoff game. So, if that tells you the future to the, for the Rams, in my opinion, they don't last too much longer. But. I digress there. Um, I think Jeff, we we have what's in my lockers. I think next, but you have. Did you want to talk more about? Denver yeah, real, real quick, I will. Real quick. So um, we got a potential bout taking place in 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 the Mile High City between two Hall of Fame Hall of Fame gold jacket wearing quarterbacks um the ownership situation going on in denver is kind of heating up we're starting to hear more and more things you're hearing more about peyton manning you're hearing more about peyton manning and his group you're hearing more about john elway and john elway's group um and then you have potential outs you know outside people that i could care less uh and i'm speaking about jeff bezos i could care less i don't want a jeff bezos I don't no, want Amazon. I don't want the Denver Broncos Brinton's to buy Amazon. All right. I don't want that. What I want is a knockdown drag out fight between <laughs> two icons, between my football hero, John Ilway, and Peyton Manning. I think that's a great idea. What do I want to happen? I love John Ilway, but I'd rather have Peyton Manning. I want Peyton Manning to group the Peyton Manning group 
to own this team and I want them to run this team. I love what John always done and I'll, I'll always be, you know, he's always gone down as one of the greatest players to me of all time in terms of my uh, childhood and everything. Great Super Bowl games, great Super Bowl wins, taking the Broncos back to the Super Bowl again. Peyton Manning is one of the reasons John Elway even is Peyton Manning is only is one of the reasons that we even got there. And John Elway made that happen, period. So this is exciting. I want to see this continue. Either or I think is good. I think John Elway would definitely has love for the team. Um, the only problem that I run into is that the money situation is the big key here. They need 30% of the total price of the Broncos, which is $4 billion. <laughs> um, <laughs> with a big old B. Um, and so they need 30%. Okay, wow. so that 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 accounts to about one point six billion. Okay, so <laughs> what do we do now? It's possible that maybe the Broncos team, the 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 Bron- the Peyton Manning and John Elway, it's possible they could team, create a new group, and pick pieces from their groups that they initially had that have that kind of money. That's really what the groups are about, because these dudes don't have. billion to be throwing around to have 30% stake in this team. So what do they got to do? Well, you have money makers inside those groups that are also going to account to the overall structure of their, of the percentages of of owning this team. This is a big mess, but I think this happens after we get the head coach. I think this thing happens after. So as soon as we get the head coach, we're getting a new owner almost I- immediately, almost immediately. We start hearing some numbers being thrown around. We're talking about an auction being going, going around the past owners before the Bolins even were told, Hey, you can't buy the team. <laughs> so like that, that's off the table. Legally, they cannot purchase the team. The Bolin family. I don't, I don't know if they have a whole lot of say either. Um, so I think would, would the Bolin family want, they would, they would love for either or these people, either John Elway or Peyton Manning. It doesn't matter. So this is an interesting time for Bronco fans, not only on the head coaching stuff, you got this whole quarterback situation going on, and now we have all this ownership stuff going on. I know what Bronco fans want, and they want Peyton Manning. They love John Elway. Peyton Manning is fresh. Peyton Manning is new. Peyton Manning represents success. He's the face. He he would be the face. If Peyton Manning was the owner of this team, part owner of this team, he would be the face of the NFL he was facing the NFL for many years. This guy would be 100% the perfect person. He says the right things at the right times, and it's a, it's an amazing situation. That's it, that's kind of what's going on recently, and this is this battle going on between both of these guys, and it's very interesting to track. I love it. I love <laughs> it. Yeah, I'd rather have Peyton Manning too. Something new, something um, just a fresh start. We've, you know the come in here and find a quarterback for your team because that's the, that's the one mark on John Elway yeah. ever since Peyton. Yep. Ever since the buddy, you know, Peyton. But all right, Jeff, well, it is that time. It is that time for what's in the locker. In the locker today. <laughs> I have some good news. I have a new job. I got a new job. 
Um, so I have been talking about interviewing with this company for a while. I think the last two episodes or so I mentioned it. I know the last episode, I definitely mentioned it. Uh, so I basically got a hired on, uh, they sent me a letter. I think it was Tuesday, maybe Monday. I don't remember. Maybe it was Monday. And, um, they sent me a letter. Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday. So they sent me a letter and basically, and I, I was at, I was in the middle of work. <laughs> so I was all of a sudden I'm I'm working and I'm all of a sudden I look over like I got an email what and I look over and it was from the lady who interviewed me and her and her email tag and then it said job offer on the title and I'm like no 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 so I didn't think much about it I did not want to look at it I just sat there and I'm like I'm gonna look at it when I go to break um so I went to break looked at it and I was completely dumbfounded I was completely floored I was in awe the it was way more than i asked for um and it was just amazing like it's all his work i've done a lot of work for this podcast i've done a lot of work for this show i did a lot of freelance stuff all these graphics you see i i i, I try to put this together you know brian you know him me and brian's been we've been back and forth throwing stuff around what do we want to podcast to look like you know what kind of color scheme do we want to go with like art stuff all this stuff i've shot it around we've come up with many logos for this podcast and i think <laughs> i think the logos that we've gotten to this point the little mascot logo and, and and then you have you know some of the little ones in the corner there and stuff like that and if you look in the background obviously i think those work and i think they're awesome and i think that we finally fixed found our little groove here and and it, it was you know this podcast has helped me grow uh, as a graphic designer. I've been able to do some video stuff as well for this for this stuff, and and it's really helped me out too. They really like a lot of the stuff I've have on my portfolio from this podcast. They enjoyed um, the stuff I did for for the 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 Canadian production group is a huge help. Uh, that was another one, and it was just like all these little pieces start to fall in place. Right. And then you start kind of building this little like niche portfolio thing way outside of school stuff. Cause then when I first started out of school, that's all I had, you know, I always had my school stuff, you know, and it was just, right. and it's not always great. So it's just kind of like, I've gotten better. I've gotten so much better. I've gotten so knowledgeable about video and, and graphics and overlays and all these things. And, and, you know doing different techniques and and creating thumbnails and all these all these little things that i i know it taught me i just had to like look at it and figure it out and so as i did it it's just it it i, I gotten better at it and so uh yeah it's been it's been amazing i start on the 25th so next not next tuesday but the tuesday after i start my last day of my other job is is the monday after next this coming monday and uh and it's crazy my boss was he as soon as i told him i said i got a job offer he just was like oh dang it <laughs> so <Son> um, of <laughs> so yeah uh, it's, he was he he but he was he was proud and he was happy and i said yeah, i said man right. i said i've, I've this is what i want to do like i want to come to work every day and be excited i want to come to work every day and know that all that work I did for my degree didn't go to nothing. Um, right. And so getting my foot in the door is, is really what starts all that process. And I've heard countless graphic designers say, once you get your foot in the door, you're good. You're solid because you already, you, you've already, you, you will have all that real world experience and it will all fall into place. And, and you'll, no one will ever question if how good you are, or you know what you're doing or anything. So 
so yeah that's the biggest news um uh the other that's, news that's is awesome, uh my, Congrats, my wife, by the way yeah man Congrats. thanks man and honestly this show is is i know a lot of people don't see certain things but i, I will say this much like this is i know it's a passion project but man this this is you know it's just just this stuff doing with this show has taught me a lot of stuff so um it's been a fun journey to to grow this and to make it bigger and and stuff like that and and we're headed in a good direction i like where the show is headed i like our style and our overall look is like getting so much better and 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 good and yeah like it's overall this is just like exactly what i envisioned this going to and i think <laughs> yes, that i think fantastic. it's i think it's excellent dude i i love where where our stuff's going and all this added extra little things that make this show even better all these graphics and and overlays and intro videos and you know even like some of the saved clips like uh you know of different things and bringing video into it and 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 even with the video like you get the sound so you know we have the the play on the audio part of this of this podcast and i think it's amazing so with that being said uh other things i've been doing uh, <laughs> uh my wife and i have been playing mario 64 and we are sharing so she'll go grab a star from another place i'll grab a star from another place and we kind of share back and forth um so that was been fun we've been we're we're, we're determined to beat it together and um <clears throat> which i've beaten it before but it's been a long time so it's fun to go back oh and play yeah it. yeah definitely. and um that other than that we've been chilling out trying to just relax um you know we're not we're not trying to we don't try to we're not trying to get out too much right now i think because uh she has a a a writer's group that consists of a lot of elderly people so um we try to kind of be careful uh with what we do because we definitely don't want to we don't want her going there and, and and if she has anything whether it be covid anything uh giving it to them so we kind of be we're real careful about stuff and uh one of them i think just came back from a cruise or or a trip or something so we're kind of laying low and she's not going there for at least a couple of weeks so, so that everybody can can relax and and then and then go back again but uh so we've been chilling out here just kind of like you know i i've been playing some games on on the on the little kishi thing on my phone uh mostly mlb because uh, it's nice to just chill out in bed and play MLB show. Uh, so, but uh, but yeah, just been doing that, uh, watching some documentaries and chilling out. There's gonna, there's some new documentaries coming out that are exciting, so I'm I'm excited to watch some of those. But uh, sports stuff. Hey man, my team's not in, so uh, <laughs> so I get to wa- I get to watch the, all the fun yes. and all the reaction videos and and all these things of people throwing stuff at their televisions and having a great time, <laughs> uh, crying and 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 I think one guy, the cowboy, one year the Cowboys lost, and some dude wrote a letter to Jerry Jones. I don't know what was going on there, but uh, crying. Uh, so you know, it's fun. It's fun because I my team's not here, and I just get to watch this uh, this fun show that is reactions and nfl fan base fanatics going nuts over their teams so it's exciting i'm excited uh, especially for this weekend this is gonna be crazy so uh yeah what's in your locker brian i shoot it back to you all right brother well congrats on the job man i know you call me and uh we talked about that that's uh, fantastic news and um my locker this week first of all like it feels like my team's not in it because they got the first round by, so I get to sit back and kind of watch everything unfold. So it's kind of nice 
next week is when I'll start stressing out a little bit here. Um, I, I officially started my new TikTok page. I have one for the show. I have my personal one that I don't, I don't make videos on that one. I just save a bunch of, usually it's TikTok recipes and try those. Um, so the one for the show is obviously outspoken sportscasts. And then I started a new food review page where I'm going to go try new items and review food. I have a, I have one through five rating. It's called the outspoken food reviews. So go check it out. My very first review was the Waterburger spicy ketchup number two edition. They made a different spicy ketchup. Go look it up. And that, and then you can find my my um, opinion on that. So I got that started. I'm interested to now that I got my taste back from having COVID, I can do that. Um, we've been busy with work. Work's been pretty chaotic as lately. We we've been busy on the podcast. I did an episode Tuesday. I did an episode last night, and I'm doing another episode tonight with Jeff on our on a regular night. So I've been on the computer a lot. Um, I've been playing with cornhole with my neighbor next door. We've been playing cornhole out in his front front yard um the last couple of days too it's been fun i love some good i love some cornhole love those backyard games um we got we got to do a work vacation calendar tomorrow on a saturday and i got to figure out what we're going to do we're, we're planning on a trip to to disney world hopefully um when the kids get out of school actually and we're actually not taking the kids it's just it's just me and the wife and our friend Amber are going to go and her son, hopefully, if everything works out. So i got to figure out when that's going to go down. And then we watched two movies recently. We watched one today, Sing 2. It's the, it's the second movie of the, uh, of the Sing. It's for little kids or, you know, it's like a Disney movie. It's good. I liked it. Brian's a little kid. Don't lie. <clears throat> Definitely. Um then we watched last the other night. We watched the movie Old by um, M. I. Shyamalan. Is that about Big Ben? Or... <laughs> oh, 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 dang! Ooh, zinger there, zinger. zinger. That was a good one. Um, this movie is not very good, Jeff. Um, I like M. I. Shyamalan. I like his twist and the craziness. And it's basically where these this couple goes on a retreat to get away from. Um, just to get a break they're they actually find out in this movie that that they thought about getting a divorce she's got a tumor it's going to kill her event you know i think maybe probably cancerous they go to this island or they go they go to this somewhere and they on this resort and they're like hey we got a beach we want to take you to it's nice and relaxing we'll take you there well they go there and like they go there and and they you find out that Time moves differently. They can't leave the island. Thirty, like thirty minutes there to an hour. I think it was like an hour there is seven years. <laughs> so these kids are like they're young, like six, seven, and before you know it, they're like thirteen. You're like, what in the world is going on here? And um. One guy loses his mind and like cuts the guy in the face, and he's he's like oh, and then they, he like removes his hand, and it the the the, the skin's already closed up. And you're like, what in the world? It's not very good. It, it's just over and over, people dying. 
one they get one these the two kids full full around. There's there's a couple with two kids and there's a lady with a kid. They end up fooling around and getting pregnant. <laughs> and they have she has the baby in like five minutes. Oh god. And you're like, what in the world's going on? And then like they they're showing the the dad of the of the son over here of the other guy that the dad of the baby. And then they're showing him because they're having the baby over there. And literally like, oh, the baby's here and it's crying. And then two seconds later, the baby's dead because they didn't feed it fast enough because that's how time moves. And uh, it's 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 I don't know. We didn't we did not like it. So I do not rate that movie very well. That would be a number that would be a rating of a one. Don't go watch it. It's not very good. Wait Um, for it to be on Tubi. To be uh, wait for it to be free. This was free, I think. It was free. No, well, we had to rent it off Amazon Prime. Uh, I want my I want my money back. Um, we Bezos, like you heard it. Here, you heard it here, Jeff Bezos. We money did not back. like it there, but even though he's not running Amazon anymore. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jeff. Well, that's going to conclude this. Um, <clears throat> this. Uh, um, podcast. Sorry, I just got your message. <laughs> I just got your message. You threw me off. All of a sudden, it popped up. Anyways, that's going to include this episode of the overtime or outspoken <laughs> sports cast. Here, uh, I'm losing my mind, Jeff. Um, we are streaming live to YouTube, streaming live to Facebook and Twitter. Um, at, at every episode we stream live, we do have a podcast as well where we take the audio and plug it up there. If you don't want to watch our uh, beautiful faces here on the video, you can listen to a podcast page. It goes out to every podcast plat- platform. Apple Music, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, every platform you think you can listen to, we are on it. Like, click, share, subscribe. We're on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. We're all over the map here. Jeff trying to cover all social media platforms and doing our best. Um, I hope you guys have a fantastic wildcard weekend. Go. I hope your team a lot of success uh, in the playoffs. Unless they're up against my team, then, then I hope they lose. Cowboys 49ers game, Jeff. That'll be the game to mm-hmm. watch this weekend. Um, so America's game. Amer- America's game of the week, probably. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that'll be it. Go check out me and my buddy Ryan did a full playoff breakdown and prediction yesterday on on our, our own podcast on episode number 95. We're getting close to that number 100 episode, Jeff. Um, so we're getting really close to that. But go check that out. And then on this podcast, or on this, the regular show, we are going to break down playoffs as they go throughout the week. But other than that, Jeff, I hope you have a fantastic weekend. And uh, oh yeah, go find out who your team. You're, you, I saw something earlier that said y'all y'all interviewed the the quarterback coach for Green from Green Bay as well. So wow, okay, interesting. But other than that, Jeff. Have a fantastic weekend. I can hear the wind blowing in the background there. This is very windy. <laughs> it's it going to get uh, windy and 40 degrees tomorrow here. So, <laughs> All right. Well, uh, everybody take care. Have a good weekend. Enjoy some football. Eat some wings. I know I am. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, another one in the bag. Another one in the bag. God bless, guys. Take care. Take care.